Hi. Hi guys. Welcome back to the Ambipod and this is your third episode of the month. Ooh, Why ooh. am I talking in Mary accent? I don't know. But I am your co-host. I just see how to switch dialects just there. As I went from California to Texas. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. I'm your co-host Yata. And I am your lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host Bissola. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so this episode, we're going to do a deep dive into what I believe, personally me, Bissola doesn't agree. At all. But what I believe is the colour of the year. And I'm going to bring you some research, okay? You know why? Because we are educated babes. We're going to have evidence to back up our claims. And we're going to have... And we're gonna have a general good time. I hope. Anyways, ah, bear know. with us. Okay, this is the first time we're doing an episode of this nature, of this structure, so it might not land the way I thought it would, but that's okay. It's a learning curve. Okay, so, Basola, have you ever watched the film Turning Red? No, I started it. You never watched no, it? No, no, no. I started it and then I got bored. So I never you got finished. bored? Yeah. Of what? I don't know. I think I just wasn't in the mood to watch it the day I decided I wanted to watch it. So it's like still my to be watched, but I haven't watched no, it beginning to end. Like, I, I've got the gist and I know it works out in the end. Oh my God. Do you know what I've just put together? What? It's the kid's version of everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I will watch it. Like I really love that film. So I will. No, honestly. Anyways, if you don't, if you like Bosola have not watched um, if, I say everything, everything, all that once. <laughs> if, if you, you haven't watched, watched that red, you need um, to. essentially it's a turn a coming of age film um, it was released last year and it's about uh, I said why did I write Asian American they're for Canadian it was Toronto it's based in Toronto is it yeah. <laughs> Mad. I Asian that now. Canadian teenager called Malin and her relationship with her mum and as well with, as with like her heritage and like trying to find a balance between the two essentially and it kind of doubles as a metaphor for like getting your first period and Bustle actually pointed out that it's also just a metaphor in general for like puberty adolescence as a whole and like all your unco- uncontrollable feelings and how it's really hard to like regulate yourself yeah um and basically when she experienced like heightened emotions she turns into a giant red panda and she like later discovers that this is something that runs in the family so her mom her aunties her grandmother they all like experience this thing i thought oh no when i was about to approach puberty my mom had the chat with me how did her mother not have the chat with her to tell her like, oh yeah this could happen by the way so in the film she actually says that because i rewatched it this week um she actually says oh i thought i had more time but the girl was 13 so. yeah no but <laughs> that's what i'm like, saying yeah like but what? do you know what since we're on the topic of not to make it like TMI, but like when I started my first period, you know, my, I, I, in my head, I'm convinced my mom's not a witch in a bad way, but <laughs> I, I'm convinced she drinks it because basically literally like a month before she sat me down and she like showed me like what a pad is, how to put onto a pad. I was like, what the fuck? why is this lady telling me this? <laughs> I don't understand. And then a month later, I start my period. Oh, that's scary. You know what? No. I got told about periods and stuff at like nine. Yeah. Why did I start at 10? And I started wh- at 10 as well. <laughs> and then my other issue was, you know, it didn't click to me. It was a period. I thought I was dying. I was trying to hide it. Don't I don't know. It didn't me. click to me that this is what your mother told you. This yeah. is what's happening. I thought I was dying. <laughs> I thought I was internally bleeding. And I didn't want my mom to be sad that I was dying. So Lord. I tried to hide it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> do you know, I, it was only my, my dad was home when I started it. <sighs> and honestly, it wasn't the worst That's useless. Not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just ended up calling my mom anyway. But anyways, back to sidetracked. the <laughs> sidetracked. Back to the topic at hand. Um, yeah. So I have a really bad habit of over over analyzing everything. But mm-hmm. essentially, there's a lot of themes that is associated with the color red in the film, and I kind of just wanted to do like explore 
the way. So bear with me, right? Let me know if you're following. So the first theme that stuck out to me was vulnerability and especially how it was coupled up with love. And essentially what happens is the first time that May quote unquote turns red. Oh, um, basically she had like an embarrassing experience where her mom kind of like um, embarrassed her in front of the boy that she fancied. Mm -hmm. And that made her really upset and she was just like really sad and she went to bed angry and sad. The next morning she woke up as this giant red panda. And essentially she was able to reverse this by thinking of the love that she has with her friends, which is so cute. <laughs> um, yeah, so vulnerability and love. like, And I think this is very like, it's also paired with how um, red is shown in like general society with yeah. like Valentine's Day. No, hundred percent. Valentine's Day is like red, dark pink, a little yeah. bit of light pink. You know, all the and kind of Christmas as well because of like you know like being around your family and stuff like that. Maybe, but you know me, I'm not Christmas. I know the Christmas. The Christmas one is more to do with capital, like capitalism and Coca Cola yeah, and all of that. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's one. So that's one theme. But do you really? I don't associate red with vulnerability. I kind of do. Really? Because I, I, I see vulnerability as just an emotional response. Mm. And when you think of it, like if, in terms of emotions, like when you think of joy and happiness, you see, think of like yellow. Yeah. When you think of like moodiness, you think of blue. To me, red is like just a heightened emotional Sense, experience. Sense, like, so yeah. a state of emotion. Yeah. So like when you're angry, you turn red. Yeah. When you're, yeah. oh yeah, true, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. turn red. Yeah. When you're um, frightened <laughs> and vulnerable. Yeah. And then the second set of emotions or um, themes that I pulled out from this film was chaos and anger. Mm-hmm. So there's a point in, the f- in like midway between the film before everything goes to shit. <laughs> Basically, she starts exploiting this gift of hers mm-hmm. for benefit because they wanted to, do, her and her friends wanted to go to like a concert. So they were trying to like raise money. So they were um, allowing pictures to, people to take pictures with her or like showing up, <laughs> like, basically showing up at like a birthday party and stuff like that to like for money and stuff like that. So I see that as like very chaotic energy because even during the time, like, she and it's not chaotic energy in a bad way it's more of like a freedom thing because mm. she, she seemed very happy and she seemed free but it wasn't like counterproductive it wasn't productive because she wasn't being honest with her parents like so they were she was advised not to turn red because um they were going to do like a whole ceremony towards the end of the episode to like prevent her from turning red um so but if she did turn red sorry i'm saying turn red so much if she did turn red um this would like make it less likely the ceremony less likely to work essentially mm-hmm. so it was it was counterproductive essentially and then anger because um so there's a point in the scene where her mom herself turns red <laughs> and yeah there's like that yeah <laughs> and she was extremely angry because one she had been lied to essentially and then she also felt embarrassed because um basically you know how like mother daughter relationships are mm-hmm. um her grandma so Malian's grandma and then her mom's mom um didn't think she was raising Malian right. Mm-hmm. So she felt embarrassed and that in turn led her to become turn, angry yeah. and turn red. And yeah. And it just shows up in Malian as well because um, basically what happens is she, there's this boy called Tyler who like, he, she, she's the one who paid her to come to her birthday party and something like something angers her and then she literally becomes physically violent towards him mm-hmm. in a Disney way, of course. <laughs> but yeah. And then last thing is strength, which is, um, this is a really beautiful scene where Malin, her grandma and her aunties like band together to kind of calm her mom down after her mom had turned red. And this to me just shows like boldness and confidence that comes with wearing red. And I could write a whole another episode, but to be honest, on like <laughs> just the, <laughs> how like the, these themes and what themes showed up in her mom as well. But like you said at the beginning, 
like there's been like an influx of like films and stuff that like center mother-daughter relationships and i really love them I do. I also think it's not just in media, like um, books as well. Yeah. Henna was talking about like loads of Asian um, writers writing really beautiful stories. Mm-hmm. One of the ones she mentioned was Crying in H Mart, and that really explores a woman's relationship with her mother as a teenager and post her death. And I think it was a really beautiful read. Yeah. I do really appreciate media, not just showing mother daughter relationships, but like POC relationships as well, yeah. because they're actually quite nuanced. Yeah. But like literally, everything I wrote once was so good. The Woman King was good. I didn't even watch oh. that. And I was like, that was a really cute, yeah, that was That was really a beautiful movie. And I think they did it really well. Like, like, not that it surprised me, but when it comes like, oh my God, that's so cute that that was her mom. Mm-hmm. That was really cute. And then Kanto, did you ever watch Kanto? No. But that was grandma, that was grandma, granddaughter, but kind of same, same matriarchal relationship. I think what made Woman King even better for me is like, there were so many black women in the theatre yeah. when I watched mine. And it was yeah. just, ah, oh, you could just, yeah, we talked a bit too much, but not talk, but you know, reactions, like yeah. verbal reactions. There was a bit, of, a lot of that, but it was great. Yeah. I loved it. So at this point, you might be thinking, what the hell does turning red have to do with anything? Um, <laughs> and basically it's to do with the themes that I explored, right? And basically the confidence or, or just the way red makes you feel. So I did a little research. Like I told you, I came on my, I come off my receipts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's this book by Shakila Forbes Bell, who is um, actually Love Island's um, resident fashion psychologist. And she has a book called Big Dress Energy, which I bought earlier this month. And she explores loads of different things on how to like style yourself mm-hmm. and become more confident in your like wardrobe, wardrobe styling and stuff like that. Really cool book. And there's a spe- specific chapter on color psychology. And it's basically, exp- um, she she basically says that color psychology um, explores, I said like practice explores how different colors make us feel and act and also their impact on the way other people perceive and behave towards us perceive us and behave towards us so in the book i learned something really interesting right Mm -hmm. so obviously we did like gcse like physics or something like that yeah so red and orange and i think yellow as well have like longer wavelengths oh yeah and basically this like activates our sympathetic nervous system (laughs) it's a lot of science but essentially you're saying that basically this is why you feel like more like people are perceived to be as more sociable, extroverted when they wear red or they have like something red on them. And there's like some interesting learnings that I took away. For example, like, um, well, I mean, it's not really. This isn't like this is kind of like obvious, but like black is a less individualizing color, and mm-hmm. that's why more people feel comfortable in wearing it because you can't really go wrong with black. And there's this theory, it's called the ecological valence theory, and it's the link between color preferences and our emotions, and these things can be influenced by like. Um, our pers- personal association so if so they were in the book it actually said like if someone that like you hate or something usually wears a typical color you're more likely to not like that color even though that color could be socially perceived as like a good color so like i don't know yellow for example um it can be down to cultural um background so for example in china it's chinese new year around the time yeah right they give red well. envelopes of money yeah so they're color of luck and china and japan as well their color of luck is red and same with like saint paddy's day with green and stuff like that mm-hmm. so cultural representations and language and age i can't remember what the the meanings were for language and age but that's that's affected as well but essentially she was saying red is a great color if you want to feel more confident in yourself um it's a great color to wear when exercising some of to do with like yeah <laughs> something to do with like when you release and she even gave like a case study of how um, and study of one of the Olympic Games, like most of the teams that won had a red uniform. 
Mm. Which is really interesting. And it always allows you to assert, assert, establish assertiveness. So if you ever want to feel, I don't know, assertive at work. Maybe we're red. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, we're red and wanted to get lucky. And I wanted to try that last night because I went on a date last night. But I was like, mm, I don't like men like that. So maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should have. <laughs> I, I mean, I've seen, I, I mean, mean, I have the red hair. So in my head, that was given something. No, no, no. No. I was gonna wear red lips if I thought that's a bit much. I like. think next one, next date. I think if it's like a sit down dinner, maybe like a night night date. What are they called? Evening date. Evening, Evening date. Yeah. Um. So, I saw a tweet actually, and this. So me, this is this was the inspo behind like this episode. I saw a tweet. This is a few inspirations, right? So Luk did their predictions for the year, mm-hmm. and they said it's gonna be a red resurgence. <sighs> <laughs> which I believe. And it also, um, I saw a tweet and it was like, uh, we need to bring back the lady in red. Not everything needs to be a little bit dressed. And I really agree. No. I'm staring blankly. Do you know <laughs> what? I just think, I I think to jump from like, the colour of the year last year was like that very vivid, bright, bright pink. Mm-hmm. And I think, yes, red No, did- but that's technically the colour for this year. That's what, pan- the, have you seen the Pantone no yeah but pantone's wrong because yeah. they're jumping on it too late yeah. it's because they said last year's color of the year was lavender but yeah. it was pink because of the versace collection was the versace valentino, valentino. thank you no. i was gonna say why was i giving versace these flowers <laughs> the valentino collection it was pink so they're jumping on it late i do think there's something to be said that everyone's dying their head ginger mm-hmm. so i was like maybe it's red but i think we need to be specific i don't think it's red red mm-hmm. i am a blood orange red fan Mm -hmm. do you know why i think it's that because it still has the depth of everyone going ginger but the vividness that red has but i think a pure red is just too much right now i'm trying to think of blood orange like i'm thinking of the actual fruit (laughs) (laughs) sorry i was adding to the podcast notes instead of googling blood orange um i don't know i'm uh, yeah i think because the ginger trend has taken off like it took off last year i think I mean, to be fair, it's not that hot. It's very, it's kind of difficult to dye your hair from back from ginger. Okay, I like that color. Thank you. I think if they had said blood, but I think I'm just being pedantic because mm-hmm. I don't think it's a pure red. I think which one? Sorry, but Solid's showing me pictures. I think that one. Pop, yeah, like anything in this hue range. So it's a very vivid orange to a slightly more red orange. Yeah. I think anywhere in there is the color of the year. I think to just say red is dangerous mm-hmm. because when I think red. I think traffic stop reds. I think bus bus red is a bit deeper, mm-hmm. so I can accept fire trucks because you know they used to be like bright red in yeah. books. And I just think, yeah, I don't think we are on that vivid neon color wave right now. Mm-hmm. I think we have a couple more years for that to come out. So I'm just particular that we need to distinguish the shades, which may be me being overly pedantic. Mm-hmm. No, I get it, but I think for me, I think it's both black personals. Down to the going back to like the cold color psychology thing mm-hmm. and like the associations that comes with like red and the confidence and the boldness when you wear it i think me personally like i would i would be an attribute to that because obviously I, when i did my hair i think i did my hair in like august or something like that yeah and like I, I don't know there's a whole like thing we'll get into it later but there's a whole thing about like people dyeing their hair red <laughs> and stuff and stuff like that and like the kind of like vibe and energy that comes with and then also like i wore red lipstick out for the first time for my mom's dinner she looked good 
it. Thank you. I really tried. I did it myself. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny, like I actually started off that night with um lip gloss, like my normal like nude lip gloss. Yeah. And then my mom said I should do the same lip on her. I said you can't. We can't be doing the same thing. Like, like we, we were both wearing like it was her birthday. We were both wearing black. Like it was just it was a lot. Their hair color was the same. <laughs> and she copied me the other way. And then I know my mom's gonna listen to that. I want you to know that you copied me. Auntie, anyway, I don't just, agree. I think you look beautiful too. <laughs> she did. She, she did. She did. Um. So I was like, okay, cool. What else I'm gonna do? So I tried red, and I tried. I'll actually say what it is later. But I tried a red lipstick from a brand, and I really liked it. Can I guess the red? Guess it. Or yeah. Do you mean? Like what brands? Red. Really yeah. Was it Ruby Rube? I'm at. No. Oh. So it wasn't. But that's an iconic lip shade, actually. Um. So personal side, and then the research side, right? So I saw this video by digi fairy which is mm-hmm. i think you yeah, seen yeah. It? yeah so they have a really cool tiktok account where they basically like talk about trends and whatnot and this girl was talking about the trend cycle and how trends typical trend cycles are about 20 years mm-hmm. so um right now ytk is like experiencing their trend cycle death demise like that i think last year they were at their peak but now they're experiencing death and what comes after y2k is the whole like <laughs> tumblr kind of vibe thing <laughs> why's your eye twitching <laughs> it's the whole tumblr kind of like quirky girl kind of vibe right and at the end of that like well in the middle of that around like 2008 2010 that's when rihanna died her head remember that big like how big of an impact that had on literally everyone rihanna died her head red black women white women yeah girls (laughs) everybody so i think i don't think it's it might not be this year i'm holding my hands up and say it might not be this year no but i went like in the video she did say that some people like um at the beginning stages of a trend um oh people are haters no no early adopters Oh, uh, like they, they are people that are early adopters, so it would be a very few thing. Mm-hmm. And then, so I, I'm, I'm going to say the girls are going to get it. <laughs> okay, so you want to be an early adopter. Yeah, so I, I do think it's something to look out for. And I think it started, I personally think it started off with the ginger. I think, red, like you said, red is a very like vivid, very colour. Yeah. But I think because ginger is a hue of red, and like like natural gingers that that are generally closer to red. Yeah, closer to no natural redheads are closer to ginger than they are red. I think that's where the trend started, and we I'm looking forward to see where it goes. Essentially, mm. <sighs> take a breath, breathe. Then there's a second article by Precious Dummy, who is a wonderful writer, and she wrote an article about black women and how we shouldn't be afraid to wear red lipstick. And I wholeheartedly agree. So, a few quotes that I really liked, right? Okay. Number one, if red is perceived as classy and sophisticated and somewhat edgy on other women, why is my brain wired to look like, for lack of a better word, a clown? Do you know what I realised after I read that quote? It, I think it has something to do, you know, the minstrels and all those caricature, yeah, caricatures from back in the day. Yeah. Because they're always painted with the darkest skin and the bright red lip. Yeah. And I just feel like, even though I don't think I look like that, mm-hmm. I think those connotations have like in the back of your mind yeah. made you be like, oh nah, I can't wear a red lip. Yeah. I think that's what I thought. I th- do you know what I realised though when I wore the red lip, it can't be glossy. Oh, absolutely so not. It has to be a matte. Yeah, the lipstick that, because I, I think you even pointed out when we were like, planning this episode that there was a time that I put on red lipstick at like an event and I took mm-hmm. it off like 10 minutes later because it was a gloss and not a thing. I think for my skin tone anyway, personally, I don't think I can wear a glossy red lip. But even, and even the lipstick that I wore, it was it was kind of like satin finish but i just blotted it off so mm. it was like more matte. matte so i think for me personally so i think it's just experimenting i think you're right i think the thing is anytime i've tried to wear a red lip it's been the wrong shade mm. i think you need to find it that's my and that's what i love most about beauty 
it's at the end of the day, it's an experimentation. Back to like even when we like first started wearing makeup, if it was the Maybelline Matte Mousse, what everything, <laughs> that it was did my not rider. suit anywhere. Or even like even like how Mac was um, prescribing prescribing um, was um, NC forty five. Yeah, N- <laughs> NW forty five. Like, literally every black girl that was darker than Yara Shahidi, like it was NW forty five. So like I think it's just the process of experimentating, and I think that's why I said don't be scared. But yeah, second quote from this article. Contrary to what we have been taught by fictional books movies media i also think it can be dressed down and doesn't have to be reserved for special occasions there's a whole thing in like film and movies yeah when like the main like i'll say the woman protagonist is like putting on red lips looking the thing it's like it's like a revenge dress kind of vibe yeah which i like but i think as well obviously i won't be wearing a red lipstick on a day-to-day basis because to me that's a bit wild <laughs> you know what yeah i yeah. think if i was a bad b corporate boss yeah you need to wear a red lipstick every day i mm. get why they do it yeah especially in films yeah like if you were given the devil west prada i'm the editor of Vogue. yeah i would wear a red lip yeah honestly but i don't give those vibes it's a journey so this yeah. last look especially right she says engaging with beauty as a whole is an extremely personal experience and for black women specifically there have been many peaks and troughs i'm learning to i'm learning to or at least forcing myself to learn um to understand that because beauty is fluid and i'm free to, i'm free to explore in its entirety and i think we need to give more grace to black women to explore with what they want to like and how they want to be they want to present themselves in the world essentially mm-hmm. and you brought up the t- the point of like the whole goth was it called was it called um basically my point was that there's an overconsumption in trends guys i told you the theme of the year is overconsumption <laughs> overconsumption and this leads to like a lack of individuality and we're seeing it so much in social media interactions so people are being trying to diverge from what is like the social norm i think everybody's heard uh every black girl in london looks the same blah 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 like chelsea come on now people arguing <laughs> like but at the same time, when people try and leave the typical London black girl aesthetic or just the typical black girl aesthetic, like people are making issues of it. So like a lot of people at the moment are trying to get into like alt, alternative, mm-hmm. alt call, all of those aesthetics. But now we have Aaliyah, mm-hmm. who's like one of the- Aaliyah's interlude on socials. Yeah, she's beautiful aesthetic. Not my cup of tea, but mm-hmm. I really appreciate that she goes for it. Yeah. But now they've all been grouped as Aaliyah core. Mm-hmm. So if someone dresses alt, then they're a Leo core, mm-hmm. which I understand she was trying to build her brand. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, if we keep grouping people, then we're all going to say, oh, no, it's individualistic, da 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 da. Yeah. But you're causing it because why can't someone just dress the way they dress without having to be an aesthetic and error yeah. or core? Cool? And even going back to the whole um, like early adopters thing, yeah, did you, I don't know if you saw that tweet when it was, it was Aaliyah's core was there, that girl that does that really bright, like, um, um, under eye, eye she, yes. and she does colorful, she's even scissors makeup Come, artist I was, now. I was people, and that. people were saying, like, like before these people were being made fun of and then now that it's been taken off it's like oh wow you guys are doing really you guys are doing something and Aaliyah even pointed out do you know what's like what's common what's the joining factor between all of us they were all dark-skinned women women. every single person that was an early adopter or started something in that tweet but got hate was a dark-skinned woman yeah so like i said back to the the point i think Mm. Wear the red lipstick. Who die of red lipstick, okay? And if you don't want to wear it, it's also yeah. fine. But you know what I realised? I don't think... With red, even though I say it's a colour of the year, I could not wear red clothes. 
like maybe if i find the right red dress because like, like i said i still want to be the red dress lady at some point in my life i feel like i don't know what it is like maybe from like a birthday if i do like a really classy dinner i do red i do a red lip as well look really nice but until i get to that point i find the dress nice enough I'm like, I don't think the clothes is for me, but I'm I'm readily able to adopt into my beauty practices, to be fair. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm still, like, in this episode, I just sat down, like, if I dye my hair, I'm not even going ginger, you know? I want an orange. Mm. I want, like, a vivid... But don't bright. you think that will make you look, like, more of a clown? No. No, no, it's like, like I said, blood you know, orange. Imagine... No, no, blood orange. Orange with depth, okay. but vivid. Orange yeah. with depth, but vivid. Yeah. I can't explain it. Guys, maybe orange is the color of the year. I think orange is a very seasonal thing. Like, in the like, I can't imagine myself. I can imagine myself wearing orange in the summer on holiday in a hot mm-hmm. country somewhere. But on a day to day, maybe if it's like a nice woolly jumper, I can do it. Fair. But yeah, do you know also? I know like green has been around for a while, mm-hmm. but it hasn't been the its color. Yeah, I think its time is coming. Maybe. I don't think it's this year, though. It's not this I year. Love I think green, it's like though. two to three years. I love me a green. Because I think Bottega had the chance. They didn't do it properly. Like, mm. it did well, but it didn't go... I think I don't think... I, I think it's it wasn't adopted into fast fashion as well. Yeah. I, I think that's another layer. I think because the, the way the way pink went last year is because if you go to Zara, you're going to see a whole bunch of magenta. You're going to see a whole bunch of pink and it's there. Even Primark as well, but I think... With the thing, I don't know why it wasn't adopted into. But the thing is, I see green clothes a lot now. I just don't know. Yeah, I do. I love a green clothing item. I got a very nice top from H and M, guys. You'll see it at a day party coming to you this summer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, just to like tie it into beauty, the whole like red color red thing. So I was scouting some like trends that were on TikTok. Um, and if you've seen, so one of them being the red nail theory. You ever heard of it? It's kind of silly, but let's divulge, right? Divulge, divulge. Yeah, that's the right word. <laughs> um, basically, there was a whole bunch of women painting their nails red on TikTok in order to, to attract men. The reason behind it being that it would remind men. <laughs> Sorry, I can't even say it seriously. It would remind men of their mothers because I don't know. Uh, red is seem seemed as a like aged color that's it associated is. with like older women um and that's why we should read it so we can be more attractive and anything i have to say about that is we need to stop proving freud right okay why must you like play into like incest fantasies that's what it gives me like what is that you know we've discussed these type of women on the podcast before (laughs) and generally i take everything they say with a pinch of salt because they're crazy yeah i I just I, i think I don't even want to give it the time of day mm. because how could you decide that the one way to attract a man is to remind him of his mother? Does that not scare Can, you yeah. about, about the type of man you are exactly, attracting exactly, to yourself? Exactly. Um, so yeah, I'm not down for the red nail theory. I'm no. down for the red lip theory. I think the red lip is very sexy. Like I still have that perception of it. Oh no, it is. Like, yeah. I, I think, you know, if it's red lip with a black fit, I think yeah. that's the uh, yes. one few yes. times it slaps stupendously. 100%. Everything is slicked. Your hair is done. Makeup, your makeup has to be matte. Yeah. Soft and yeah. matte. Yeah, definitely. And then the second trend that I saw was the red hair era. This didn't take off um, quite as much as the red nail theory. There's a lot more, like, there's a lot less, like, views and stuff on TikTok. Um, but essentially, what it was, like I was saying, back, there was a whole bunch of, I don't want to say mentally ill, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, a thing when you're going through, like, an emotional, unstable time of, 
point of time and it, it goes down to the thing like how you kind of want a drastic change when you experience heightened emotions right um you kind of want to do something different like i said there's a whole bunch of like women on tiktok that like dye their hair mm. um <laughs> dye their hair red when they go through that period and like it's called like the red hair era and it's like a whole thing about like you're kind it's kind of like bad bitch era that kind of thing and i'm gonna say i'm in that era right now i'm feeling <laughs> real good i'm a, i won't lie um but yeah i don't know I'm just really down with red and I really hope this takes off, essentially. Um, but yeah, Basala, you wanted to say something about <laughs> red. I think mine, I think that I just have so many opinions of red. I think my most powerful statement is if a man is wearing red trainers, specifically red trainers, run away. Because how can you go into a shop and pick a bright red shoe? Mm. Is that not scary to you? Like, what does it match? What does it look good with? And why did it attract you to it? I think the other thing is, it's because when you see that person in real life, the first thing you're going to see is those shoes. shoes. And do you know what it's telling you? To run away because they don't have (laughs) tastes. What do you feel about like red heels? You know that like iconic like Louboutin? No, that makes sense. Because again, you'd wear that Louboutin shoe with with a black black dress. But that man is wearing those red shoes with blue jogging bottoms (laughs) and a purple top. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, we'll see how it goes. That's my two cents of the day. I think, I don't know. I still think, I, I still stand behind it. I, and I still stand behind this a nuance to it that we need to pick a shade. I can't just go for a blanket red. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not too versed in shades though. But anyways, anyways, anyways. <laughs> if you want to get the look, girls, like, let me tell you something, okay? Two things I would recommend if you want to start and adopting red into your wardrobe into your beauty drobe whatever you want to call it um the pat mcgrath matte trance lipstick in guinevere 041 that is the shade um that's the one i wore if you want to go look at my instagram my name is yattle eliza that's the lipstick shade that i wore on my mom's birthday literally very classic red i would also recommend ruby Rouge just because it is literally the classic red shade like um, it might be the, the most ter- yeah it might be the most popular but i personally have i i think my mom had it on our jungle so i probably have tried it on mm-hmm. but that's when i didn't fuck with red too much so i wouldn't i don't know i, I personally can't recommend it but i think if you want to try something you probably can't go wrong with that shade second thing if you're thinking of dyeing your hair red use the l'oreal xl high color highlight in shade red they also have a ginger and a pink if you want to go to those shades um basically that's how i dyed my hair red i did not bleach my hair i just mixed this like um dye with a developer like general developer i think it was like 40 developer and it lifted my hair literally in 30 minutes so you want to get the look that's how you can do it and if you're anti-red like me right now <laughs> i would suggest looking at iman Layla. she just dyed her hair yeah, she did. and it's beautiful and that's the type of vibe i would probably go for <laughs> if i dye my hair this year but again with a bit more viv a bit more vividness a bit more orange yes i don't know why i said it like that sorry guys <laughs> it's fine um but yeah thank you so much for indulging in my delusions okay uh, it was fun it was fun thank you so much and <laughs> we will speak to you all next month yes ma'am bye